welcome to the 24th episode of the Pathfinder Oi podcast. Um, I'm Alex, and I'll be hosting this week. And joining me as uh, co-host and alternate host, actually, is uh, Conrad, a.k.a. Koi Box. Hello, hello. How have you been this week? I've been doing fine. Actually, I was... Well, I was planning to go on, like, planning for the holidays on somewhere around summer, I think. Mm, but, you know, the, the whole, like, COVID situation, I don't know if, you know, it's gonna go to, like, the fourth wave or something like that. So it was, like, a very, um, you know, stuff happens. So I, I'm not so sure if I'm going to uh, have the holidays, I mean, vacation, right, vacationed in summer. Depends, right? Like, you know, the this few years, the situation really has been shifted, you know. Usually, summer, it's like, every, everything is opened. But when the falls and winter comes, everything's shut down again. You know, I never yeah, know what's going to um, happen. It's hard to say, and it's hard to predict, too. Um, I think I was supposed to go back to the office starting in, um, well, at first it was going to be in January. But then, and then um, it's April already. Yeah, and then now they're uh, after a while they just didn't say anything, and then in like March, um, they said, "Oh, you're gonna go back in May." So now, uh, I think so it's just gonna, gonna go back to the office, like completely office, or just um, no, it's a hybrid. I think it's like either two days or three days of the week. Mm, still sucks though. Is, uh, yeah, a lot of traveling, um, a lot of traveling. Pretty long commute. Yeah, in terms of everything, but um. I don't have a choice. It is true. Or well, I do you have do choice, have actually. a choice. I can, yeah. I can opt to um, be fully remote, but I mean, I think I'll, um, I'll give it a try for a few months, and then if it's like super terrible, then I'll ask to be switched to um, fully remote. Yeah, I don't. I actually yeah. think like perhaps you should uh, start looking for new jobs. Cause, yeah, because uh, yeah. I know I know the salary they gave you, right? It's it's not that good. <laughs> it's not that good. It's yeah, it's certainly not on the uh, higher end. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, consider that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, I I will start looking know. for one too. Maybe that means I'm gonna have to start um prepping interview questions again. Oh, well, that's not bad. You know, interview. it's kind of fun to do some lead code. You know. Lead code is it's so frustrating when like you just don't like, know what's know going on conceptually how to solve it, but you, you don't know how to something's, do it. Something's missing. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, um, for me, the most annoying part is that I got most of the result correct, but that one case doesn't yeah, work. Yeah. I was like, that's, why? That's another like, one. I, I, in my mind, I was like, this is the perfect code. How is it not working? They they also don't show you the input and output. Like you have to pay. You have to pay money, money for them. To, yeah. What's the subscription cost? It's super unreasonable know. too. It's like twenty dollars a month or something. Thirty dollars a month. Like it's not worth it in my opinion, right? It's, I mean, you don't really okay. Not. Like you don't have to get an optimal result for your stuff, you know, for your code or whatever. But you just need to know at least how to solve it, right? Yeah. That's like the well, and then you well, you yeah, must I, know like a better way to solve it. You know, if you yeah, can get like fifty percent of, um, of the test case to uh, to correct, then I think you are a pretty good. Track yeah, I mean, stuff. in terms of most of the programming interviews, I think they're mostly looking at how you approach the problems more than, like, you have to get everything correct all the time. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you can just always brute force any 
programming cro- yeah, problems. Yeah, true, exactly. Well, like, not you know, exactly, because I mean, <laughs> um, they also check for time runtime, so if it takes too long, it's not going to work. Yeah, but like, okay, so usually in my mind, that's how I process stuff. It's that first I start with brute force, and then see, and then to see if like, from this brute force method, is there a way to improve this? Well, yeah, this is how I go through my uh, process of going you know, At least I want to know how how the uh, underlying algorithm works first before I jump into a a, a better complexity, um, you know, style for algorithms on the question and all stuff see. like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, and you always need a base case. You know? It's like uh, induction, you know. I I actually don't remember anything I learned from school about it. In, in like you know, you just have Not, to uh, start uh, with the base case. Recursion is that what you mean? No, it's what is what is that that proof that you had to prove by induction or something like that? Uh, oh, you... I don't remember any. It's proof it's it's, it's in long. one of the uh, computing and algorithm class where yeah, you had to prove yeah. that this know, logic is to, correct. Yeah, I mean everyone has to take it. Yeah, like I feel like yeah. unless you actually use them in a um. <laughs> Like an I mean, educational I, environment, yeah, you're never gonna use that. Yeah, that I don't really use it on a day-to-day basis. I don't think anyone. Uh, okay, I shouldn't say anyone, but I, I feel like most people don't need to use that on mm-hmm. a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, that went on side trapping. Oh, you can start your actual topic. Oh, it was now. good. Well, um, we can make a topic out of it, like a, a mini topic. That's a, that's a nice that talk, I guess. I wanted to talk about because. Um, you know how in um the, I noticed a thing like uh in the winter right there's a ton of holidays and in the fall like you get Thanksgiving uh Christmas New Year's mm-hmm, um, all mm-hmm. that stuff and then you know in in January and February you still have like election day um President's Presidents day, day and like yeah. all this yeah other random stuff but like in from March until June there's not really anything there's right? no holidays like, actually yeah, I think there's, there's a holiday, no holiday next month. I don't remember what it is. is there? I don't think so. Or, or if there, there are certainly holidays, but like, not they're not national holidays. You know, like you can't take up. Like really? Okay, let me check right now because I'm pretty I, sure I have a day off next month in May. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. I or mean, for what Cinco de Mayo? I don't know. I need, I need to check. Because <laughs> that would be kind of, be kind of strange. I think. Yeah, I do have a holiday off on May thirtieth. What's the what's the occasion? I don't know. I I mean I have Is an it... app from my company that you know tells me that you have a day off May thirtieth, twenty twenty, twenty twenty two. That is what is that? That is uh... Memorial Days. Yes. Oh, Actually, right, right, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's Memorial close days. enough to June. But I mean, you get my point. Like, yeah, I get your point. So, uh, since um, I don't remember the last. What was the last holiday? President's Day. President's Day, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, last month. So since that, there hasn't been any break. I feel like tired. Kind of want one because yeah, because when you're in school, uh, how they fill that gap of no breaks is they have like um, spring break. What is it? Yeah, spring break. Winter break, spring break. Winter break, yeah. spring break. Um, yeah. So you get some time off, but um, doesn't happen when you're at work. Yeah, I mean. You're getting paid to do stuff, so it is expected. Well, I mean, if you if you day, I mean, if you, it's a holiday, you get paid to do nothing. So yeah, that's the what good thing about too? holidays. 
another good thing. Even better. Yeah. You know, you know, um, well, did you did you take like did you get sick takes every month? Or you just get one like five um, for like a whole year? So it's it's like we have this like good um system where it's like technically unlimited. So like you don't get mm-hmm. days after a certain amount of work hours. Like you just you can just take keep taking days off if you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but like but, um, it's not you're not definitely so gonna do it. It's not gonna. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you if you did do it, you'd probably get fired. Okay. You know, like mm-hmm. you, just taking off like three weeks, <laughs> just not showing up <laughs> work for three weeks. Yeah. I mean, you could, but you probably they like. Do they need to like approve your leave, your sick um, leave? Y- yeah. Okay. For yeah. for us, it's, it's just like for me. It's just like I'll just message my boss and say like, "Oh, not I'm gonna good. take this day off." Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be like, yeah, just send me the thing. Okay. So approve it. Okay. Okay. That's 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 pretty straightforward, I guess. For me, it's that uh, every month I can take one sick day. I can have maximum of five sick. Six days, all together. So, oh, like in the whole year? No, it's like every month, right? It, oh, every it, month. Okay. Yeah, got every it, month it's it. one day, so it adds five months, five days. I the sixth see. month, I don't get extra days, so maximum I five. See, I see. Ah, I think that but works I mean, actually better. And if you don't use them, do they compensate you for those days? Oh, like, no. do they pay you extra? What do you mean? Because I, I heard um some places do that where they like. Uh, you'll earn um, days off based on how long you work. Like maybe like, yeah, like you said, one day a month. And then if you don't use any of the days, like by the end of the year, um, you get a bonus for those. Day- yeah. Man. For the days you didn't take off. Well, I-, I wish that's me. I wish that's me, but obviously I, I mean, I no. wish that's me too, obviously. <laughs> you don't even yeah, have a sick nice. day, like, you know, accumulation. It's nothing yeah. to argue about that part. Anyway, uh, um, let's actually get to the our topics, okay? All right, let okay. me get started with the first topic. Um, so I don't remember if it was this week, but I think it was this week. Um, E three this year is actually canceled. I don't know if you heard. Yeah, um, I. Um, so I think that was like last week. Last probably week? like last yeah. Friday or something. Yeah. Well, I'm. I don't think I. Yeah, sometime around then. Um. Yeah, so the only gaming event this summer is going to be the Summer Game Fest. So I actually wanted to talk about, um, do you think E3 will be able to really make a comeback? Because they're, they're playing it off like, oh, this is due to like COVID restrictions. But I'm, I was thinking, like, if it's really due to it, why would you? Because um, it, it was already downgraded to like a virtual event, right? So it's already just streaming. And mm-hmm. they canceled the streaming event too, so... Yeah, I mean, makes sense. There's something wrong, I makes think. Sense. Yeah, okay. I don't know if you know the premise behind everything, but the truth is, most of the big-name studios decided to not go to E3. Yeah, you know that, right? But yeah, I do know that. Um, Like, Nintendo was the first one to pull out, I think. They started doing their own thing. They just did a Nintendo Direct during, like, around the same time as E3 instead of actually joining E3. Mm-hmm. And then Sony was... Uh, the next one to like leave and do their own thing. Mm-hmm. I think recent years, what, what was the last one even? It was just Microsoft, right? Yeah, I think it's Microsoft. Um, they were the only one there. Yeah. 
I mean, um, so yeah. I, I was kind of wondering, like, why is E3 dying? Because uh, is it because they charge those companies to um, showcase all their stuff? And Perhaps. they just don't want to, they're just sick of paying E3 for that, um, you know. Like, if no one wants to uh, pay for it, then basically that event becomes irrelevant, right? So yeah, is it just sort of like using it as leverage to lower the prices, or do they just actually, okay. like, they're just done with it and it's not going to come back? Okay, in my opinion is that they are the, all the big companies, right? Obviously, um, the money is a problem because the East would probably charge them a lot to enter the showcase, and it's probably not worth it. And then, you know, right now, it's, most of the company can do their own digital, online, whatever showcase, right? It's like pretty straightforward and easy because there's Nintendo Direct, you know? So they can just copy what a Nintendo Direct did. So in that case, if they can do it themselves and they don't have to pay that much money for it, why don't they just do it themselves instead of, you know, going to E3 and pay a bunch of money? Uh, you know, all those um, three or four days of E3s, you know, renting all the, the crew, the uh, the stage, um, hiring all the uh, their staff, those all cost a lot of money. So it's it's a big well, advertisement, obviously. But like, I think the physical event, I can sort of understand it costing money because I mean they do have to rent out the whole uh, arena or stadium where they hold the event, and they have to do the logistics of like getting all these uh, hundreds of thousands of people through the doors. Um, you know, direct them throughout the show floor to all the booths. Mm -hmm. You know, they have to do security, um, you know, food, yeah, press, uh, all of that. So I think that sort of makes sense to me why it would cost that much. Um, and I think during the physical showcase, it's a good way for people to actually go around and, you know, get to know some upcoming games. Um, but I, I don't think they should, like, I don't know if they are charging, but they definitely shouldn't be charging, like, if it's all virtual. Like, I can't imagine them still charging the same prices uh, as they did when they were physical. Like, in -person I mean, event. we would never know, right? Like, unless we are, you know, part of the industry, which we're yeah, not. I, uh, so, course, yeah, I mean, we're just speculating here. Yeah, we're just speculating. Also, yeah, also the, um, the viewerships and the attendees of E3, I think it's decreasing year by year. I mean, obviously the viewerships is increasing, right? But like, I think physical attendees is like, it's decreasing. I don't know, that's, uh, that's what I heard, I think. But probably not true, because, you know, anything, anything I, mean, I say... I can is... sort of understand that. Just, just from what I've heard, it just seems like kind of, I don't know, not the super fun experience as um, just watching it would be. Because, like, if you want to play a game demo, you have to, like, line up for hours yeah. to, to get to the that, that, that was, like, the huge loop. issue, I think, back in the days. And then you get, like, what, like, 20 minutes of play time or something? Yeah, yeah. So The line's, like, a couple hours seem... long for 20 minutes. Yeah, it, it it, this reminds me of Disney's theme parks, okay? Same experience. Oh, too true. You know, I, um, when I was younger, I went, and then... Uh, I just remember there was this super long line for um, Peter Pan's flight or whatever. And so we were just waiting in it in like the, the sun and for like uh, two hours. And we finally got on it. The ride was like, like what, three or four minutes long, two oh. minutes long. 
Yeah. It was such a disappointment. And it, and it was old too. Like I don't know why. Like I think the only reason people ride um that at all is cuz it's it's like a quote unquote classic ride. And it really shows it's classic. Mm-hmm. Like it it's really old fashioned inside. Well, you went to okay. everything. <laughs> okay, so I went to um Disney World at uh like 4 years ago with my cousin. First time cuz it's her first time. So I brought her there. And uh, we went on Christmas, by the way. Oh boy! Uh, but you know, you know what? It's it's actually good. You know, on the Christmas day, no, I mean Christmas Christmas Eve, we went to Universal World, which is totally empty, like literally no lines in any of the attractions, because wow. everyone went to Disney for that. You know, because Christmas Christmas Eve, like all those like sh- big shows going on, so so. My cousin and I went to the Universal, you know, the, the theme park right next to uh, Disney World. Yeah. And, and it was like totally, totally empty. Like everything's fast. We try every single attractions. <laughs> oh, it was like perfect. Damn, so so, uh, so, I mean, so my recommendation funny. is that if you ever go to Disney World or you know, Orlando's for any of the theme parks, and if you, if you went there on um, Christmas, you should go to Universal. I mean, obviously, we'll miss the big show in the Disney's, but uh, it's gonna be super crowded and it's gonna be annoying. People just crutch together. It's not gonna be that fun. But like, if you can play all the attractions in the Universal, obviously, that's way more fun. Just standing there doing nothing, waiting for the shows to start in Disney. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's oh, that's bad. another thing. Just speaking of Disney, actually, that's gonna get me started on another thing. You know, they recently um. They got rid of so you know back in the day you can get a fast pass for free um, for attractions you just have to like use the app to reserve it mm-hmm. um, and they'll say okay come to the attraction at this time and you can skip the line. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so recently they got rid of that. So if you want that feature now you got to pay extra, um, and then that extra feature doesn't work for all the rides. So you pay that and you get some of the rides. Uh, you get fast pass. They call it Lightning Lane now, or or Genie Express, or something something weird. Um, so you get that, but then for some other rides, you have to pay a separate charge on top of the other one in order to get on the Fast Pass uh, lane. So I think they're really like milking as much money, and on top of that, they they also raised the price of the admission tickets recently. So I think they're really like milking customers for like every single cent that they have well i mean raising price is understandable because of inflation right and also they did this before no they did this bef- way before the reports of like you know prices are rising also they they raised the prices by like a hundred dollars or something which is something and i mean inflation i don't think that really i mean are are the salaries of the employees increasing as well because I somehow doubt that. Um, okay, okay. I mean, that's that's always the issues, right? U.S. salary and in, inflation, you know, like cost of living doesn't doesn't going uh like at the same rate. Okay, that's always a known issue in U.S. So I don't know. I'm I'm not a big fan of the park uh, price increases recently. I feel like like sooner or later, I think Universal is just going to end up being a more attractive theme park for most be honest most i think it already is i have more fun universal have, than um, disney because i mean what are they they're also opening um nintendo world 
or whatever it's called. I thought that's saying only in Japan, and then it's already uh, opened. No, they're yeah, they're also building one in um in the U.S. As oh, well. really? Yeah. Now that's excited. <laughs> that's exciting yeah. news. Yeah. Also, so I, I want to talk um, about the um the Disney um Quick Pass or whatever you call it, the skip yeah. the line thing. Yeah. You know, you know, I watched a two-hour-long documentary about it on YouTube. You should check it okay. out too. It's pretty fun. So, like, he basically um the guy explained it as that the uh, originally um the 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 the, the, the skip the line feature, right? The quick pass, whatever you call it. And that that thing's actually like, you know, it's free. And then they removed it and it added to like their hotel price. So whenever if you reserve a hotel in the Disney, you know how those resort hotel that costs you a thousand dollars per night. If you reserve one, you'll get this um this feature, like skip the line feature pretty much. And you can just go there. And then uh, since like everyone was just complaining about it, they decided to oh fine anyone can use it. And then and then they like like oh, and and then the the, the you know you know how like if everyone has it, then what's the point of paying a thousand dollar for a night in the resort? I don't I don't even get a feature stuff like that. You know how people are gonna be jealous and be saying like I pay extra, why do I not get treated? Yeah, yeah. it was like you know better, right? So like and then they're like oh fine you you get this like. Like super express pass or something like that, where you can skip more lines, and then finally they decided to like the current version where you have to pay to uh, use any of those things. So like, I mean, I'm not the best guy to explain this, but it was very interesting documentaries, and I really recommend you to uh, check it out. It's a uh, it's from a um, YouTuber. I don't remember the name, but he's like the special specialized um theme parks related videos. And I was like, oh, really a lot fun. of those channels. Like, yeah, okay, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why they keep popping up on my recommended, but I keep watching them. So they keep showing me more and more of those types of videos. Yeah, but it's fun. It's actually very fun it, to it, watch. It is interesting. It's it's surprisingly interesting. Like you you you'd think it, it'd be kind of boring. Like it's like who really cares how theme parks work behind the scenes? Like, yeah, but like all the ticketing. But it's it's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, exactly. All the histories, how it was built, all the problems it faced. Yeah. Now it was like, you know, get better. You know, what's the future of the theme parts right now? So those are really fun videos. I, I do enjoy them a lot, though. Yeah, they're, um, they're pretty great. And you get to learn a lot of uh, cool trivia about theme parks. You know, maybe, but, you know, to be honest, mm -hmm. watching that and then talking about it right now makes me want to play some, um, you know, Parkitect already. Yeah. Parkitect? Yeah, yeah, we we can play that after. We never 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 finished our like multiplayer game together. That's yeah, we fun. should finish that. I don't know. The game is too hard. I I, I don't know how to play it yet. So I, I probably need it's, to watch a video on it. It's I think it's too hard to design the coasters without the um auto complete feature because the the worst thing I um for me is when I like have a really cool coaster and then at the end the tracks don't line up. Like I'm just like one eighth or one fourth off. <laughs> it's that just like slightly, yeah. yeah. It's just like slightly off, and I just don't know how to do the curves to like get it back properly. Yeah, for for um, me, it's to design a good looking coaster. You know, it's like it, like okay, by good I mean that um, everything looks proper, right? There's no like no sharp turns where like you know it suddenly feels like 
12 G of gravities on you, you dying somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the hardest part, right? Like, I mean, anyone can design a coaster in like any um, coaster games, right? Planet coaster, roller coaster. Yeah, I mean, you just, just click random parts. Yeah. And you can anyone can do one. Yeah. But designing a good, proper, properly functional, good looking one is the hardest part. And also for Parkita, I, I still don't get how the logistic works. Like, I, I, I just don't get it. I, I, I probably like should know already because like I play through the tutorials, but even play through the tutorial, I don't get it. I like, well, what, what do you not? I don't, I don't know. I just feel like, you know how there's like some sort of like underground transport thing? Yeah. Like, I don't know how it works. I was like, I connected it. Why is it not working? Okay, so after you connect it, you, you just have to link it up with one of the um, above ground buildings, like a supply depot. All of those buildings have like an underground portion. Yeah, but, as like, well. but do I need to like hire a guy, the courier guy, to like to to, to take stuff out of it, or just link um, it there? Yeah. So you you need people to put it into the system, and then um, you need someone else to take it out from the other side and mm. bring it to the shops. That's true. Hmm. Okay. But uh, like, if you have that, you don't need them to like walk all the way from the entrance of the park, all the way to the back of your park. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's what I've been doing the, uh, most of benefit. the time like that's the benefit um when i when i have when i'm playing in creative mode i just spawn in like a ton of um guys. employees yeah but like well, but in that game if you if the customer sees employees they're like they're they're gonna be upset right so you just want to hide them most of I the think time it's, i think it's just the um what is it well no you have to have security roaming the park yeah so but i'm talking about the courier them. right the courier guy um, they see the yeah. courier guy they, they'd be upset I mean, obviously, you need like security. You need the um, yeah, janitors and all stuff, engineers. Those like yeah. obviously, those don't I didn't bother know about that much. The uh, suppliers ones. I thought it was just um, like you have to put a bunch of decoration props to break the line. Oh, that's true. With, like, that that's a thing buildings. too. That's a thing. And um, no, to be honest, I really though, enjoy like, playing any theme party games because originally. My my first every game that I played was Roller to Roller Coaster Tycoon One on my uh, on my on my shitty uh, Windows ninety eight I think yeah. Uh, yeah it was oh no it was two thousand oh it's not XP XP it was it was XP yeah Windows XP and that's like the only game I had right and I bought a legit copy of it you know you know back in like two thousand war 2005 in china you 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 rarely see any legit games but i actually bought the legit copy of um roller roller coaster tycoon wow. and i played it i enjoyed it the games i'm still in my mind the best game in the world nothing can beat it but yeah, i know. mean it, it was it was definitely revolutionary i mean it spawned a whole genre of of games yeah yeah and obviously got a ton of tycoon games from that I think even Zoo Tycoon is an um, offshoot of. Uh, I never played Zoo Tycoon, but I did watch people play like uh, Planet Zoo. And it looks fun, but it's just not, not my type of game. So it's like I don't I don't know I much about animals. The biggest, the biggest thing that that's stopping me from getting a lot of these modern tycoon games is like the lack of mods available. No, there's a lot of mods, I think, mm, but not for um, Planet Zoo. Uh, most of the workshop items are like uh, custom buildings. Yeah, yeah, but that's the point of playing those kind of games right now, right? I'm talking about 
No, I'm talking about like um, because in the old Zoo Tycoon games, people modded in like a bunch of different animals, uh, and you didn't need to pay like DLC prices for them. Um, I mean, you think about it, it's just like a the animals are just NPCs, and they have some requirements. And that's it. You gotta put in the right habitat. You gotta put some right, you know, the right food, right shelter. That's about it. Yeah, but like I think the modern Planet Zoo, at least, there's like each animal has like. I thought like there are unique interactions and stuff like that. I think. Yeah, I just I feel like it's not necessary. Like, for me personally, I it doesn't enhance my experience that much. They can just pre-program some actions for those animals, and I'll still be happy. So you are more of a um functional guy, where you yeah, want to see I like animals. Care more about like the variety. Yeah. And, okay. Okay. Like, yeah. That's your point. Like I am more of a um. How my part should be looking, guy. You know, I like. I, I mean, yeah, that matters too. That matters too. I mean, yeah, obviously, but like, I enjoy more. Like, I don't really care if there's like limited selection of roller coaster or, or or attractions that you can use. As long as I can make them look good and fitting, and like you know, that'd be fun. I happy. I'd be happy about it. The only problem is like I'm not a good like car guy, so like anything I designs actually looks. Either super simple or just very pee pee. <laughs> it's just like it's think, just like um, it's hard to build in a lot of those too because yeah, they're not like three yeah. D modeling or three D software, three uh, D modeling software. Sorry. Um, yeah, game, but like if you go all, look at those YouTube videos, like, yeah, those people have a lot of time and they're willing to like experiment and keep going back and forth because um, I've seen some of those videos and like. It could just be uh, one guy working like three or four hours on the same building. Like I just don't have the patience to do that. Like after twenty minutes, I'm just like, I mean, it yeah, looks good obviously. Enough. You don't, you don't, but you don't have enough, to go through in like one section, right? You can, you can, you can, you know, split yeah, the time to multiple sections. Seen, um, yeah. So I think that's the other difference between those people and me, because I okay. just don't have the patience to sit down and do all that. Yeah, but that's simulation games in general. Simulation, just sit down there. yeah, but I like because when you're building that, none of that really generates any money for you, right? the The biggest part for me is just like getting a uh, profitable park off the ground first. Yeah, but the, and then once like, I'm rolling in the dough, then I'll think about, oh, do I need to hide the, you know, bathrooms and okay. some building, okay, some outer shell to make it look good. I've seen through I your superior, Alex. You, wor <laughs> you, you, you worship monies over every like you know well, other things. He, well, here's the thing: like you need the thing about decorations is that they don't like they don't do anything. Like the guests don't really. See yeah, them, but are you are you the sense. guy? Okay, okay, listen to me. Are you the guy who um just plan down the attraction of the roller coaster and then just move on to another roller coaster or attractions? You don't even put any decoration on it. Are you that guy? Yeah, pretty much. See, that's, you know, at, at thing, least for me, right? Is, I, I put on some basic okay, decoration the thing on is it. This. The thing is this. If putting decorations down improves the guests' um, happiness or something, then yeah, I will put them down. Um, and I'll try to make it look good. But if it doesn't, then I'm not really going to bother until, like, later on. Um, like, once... I have a certain number of um, visitors already. 
and I feel like I'm sort of at a plateau. Like I don't want to keep building new buildings. Then I'll go back and work on the old ones mm. and try to make them look better. But um, okay. Until then, I just you know, well, money, 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 right? Gotta keep expanding. Yeah, that's no, what I... those tycoon games are all about. Yeah, but like, don't you feel like if you just go back and look at your park, it just feels empty because it's just you know attractions everywhere, but there's no decoration to it. Not really. Like you would think that uh, it would look kind of empty, but it doesn't. It's it's pretty filled. And uh, the other thing I, I like doing is um, designing the queues. Because, you know, you make them too long, and then people... Like, there's only like two people in them, then you're just wasting space. If you make them too short, then people that want to get on the ride, like... Can't get on. won't be able yeah, to. Yeah, because they'll, they'll walk away. Okay. And, you know, in those... Um, in a lot of these tycoon games, like, you get you charge the customer for each ride they take. Yeah. So yeah, That's you want to get as many case. people. Yeah. You want to get as many people on the line as possible for maximum profits. Yeah, but the other thing I've done once is, uh, I think everyone's done some version of this uh, to some degree. Is like uh, you trap people um, by making the ride exit um, not link to the park entrance. Ah, uh, the, the evil ways. The evil ways. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you put a bunch of shops there. And then what I did was I put a monorail to the park entrance and I charged people like $80 to get out of the park. <laughs> and I put an ATM next to it. Oh, perfect. That's, that's the classic <laughs> strategies. You force them to take the rights to get out. Yeah. yeah it's classic. <laughs> but like, you know, I, I prefer a more realistic way, like, you know, building a park. So every single time I play this kind of games, I imagine what my theme parks will look like. And I started from there. And I go for step, step by step, you know. I don't. I don't do the. I mean, I used to do those like uh, shitty. Uh, I'll scam the uh the tourists, you know, by yeah. putting on like attractions, the trains or the boats, whatever. Like so, they have to pay to get in, pay to get out. But like that, just like break immersion, right? Because simulation games are all about immersions. Okay, and that's just the whole point. Like if you're playing a simulation game, you don't care about immersions. It's kind well, it's not of pure simulation. It's not a pure simulation, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's also a like some sort of like a management game. But like yeah. you, you play the roller coaster yeah. tycoon for, you know, building roller coasters or managing a uh, thing parts. Okay, so like I, I think people will enjoy it more if you put if you put more immersions into the game itself instead of just being like you know straight out building uh roller coasters. Because you just get tired, you know, it's just every roller coaster looks exactly the same. There's no like separation well, that's between that. Um, that's just how I approach uh, the theme park tycoons. Uh, but on the other side, like for the um, city building ones, I actually take those pretty seriously. Like I have to. Oh, I'm the opposite. I am, I am literally the opposite. <laughs> put out districts. You got to have a residential district, you got to have a business district. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although I have gone crazy a couple times too, uh, with like, um, so what I do is I cut off all the entrances and exits to the city except for one. Then I line it up with toll booths. Oh, the, the classic path. toll booth trick. <laughs> the classic. All those money. You know, you know, to be honest, you only need those money in the early games, like the yeah. first five hours yeah. probably. 
Once after you that, you don't have, you don't so. never have to worry about monies. You just yeah, have if infinite money to use, pretty much. Very true. Yeah. So, but no, but sometimes I feel like you can't expand as fast as you want. You know what I mean? Yeah, like but that's usually to... because either you don't have enough population, or you have like too much of one things. You know, industry. Or you the need like is, blue, like, yellow. Okay, what I don't understand is sometimes, um, like all three, the demand for all three types of buildings goes down, and I don't know what to build. Yeah, so when that happens, that means your cities are saturated, right? That what you have to do is you got to create more demands, like creating like more district cities. You know, that's that's the time where like oh now I can move on to a new district and you know build a new roads and stuff like that. I mean, technically, you can See, you can do any of those stuff at any times, right? There's no limitations. The thing to is, those. like, okay, I always have all of my areas connected, so that's how I approach. Like, yeah, I don't, so you have all your districts connected by roads, not like they're one single district. Okay, yeah, I know. All, yeah, obviously, right? Obviously, yeah, yeah by roads, right? Because I mean, yeah. I've seen some playthroughs where people will treat them as like separate cities, almost. Perhaps that's, that's better. I mean, I don't know. You, I should, like, but um, I feel like it's gonna be more stressful because you have to keep track of like two separate. Because okay, the good thing about keeping everything connected is that like even if there's a police station kind of far away, it it'll still maybe reach you know the new area that you built instead of having to build all of that infrastructure over again. I mean, I mean, it just I makes more sense to build it all over again because it's a new district, right? Makes more sense. Well, if it if it reaches there, you know, why not share uh, the resources a little bit? I don't know. I can, you know, imagine imagine gotta, where we live right now, and uh, well, you gotta, the police gotta, you gotta go gotta come all the way from stuff. Manhattan to get here. It's gonna take well, like can, three hours. That's a, that's a it, they can is the thing. I it's suppose. not like they're just cut off. And, yeah, I suppose. I suppose. You know, uh, makes more sense. I don't. I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> I don't know. Well, how do we get to this point? You know. Um. Yeah. All right. Game all right. Fest. Looking forward to that. Actually, I do have one. Well, one problem with Game Fest, right? In general, so is that the. Uh... Go on. I actually forgot what I was trying to say. Because I had okay. it in my mind, but I I just forgot. Anyway, yeah, just move on, we, just move on, just like, move on. <laughs> it's been like the last hour talking about theme parks and tycoons. It would, it would make sense if... Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know how we uh, got from there for. That was a good, um, good talk, though. It was know? interesting, though. It was interesting to talk about all yeah, this I mean, stuff. yeah, it's like, you know, simulation type of games, my type of games. I love playing uh, city builders. I love playing uh, simulation games like uh, The Sims, the uh, Rollercoaster Tycoon, what else? Yes, okay. Okay, hot take. I don't like the fact that I have to micromanage what the Sims do like every single like every single minute of the day. Because otherwise they're just standing there looking at their phones doing nothing. Yeah, but you get you can turn on the AI to be more like oh, self-reliant, right? It's not good enough. It's not good enough. Oh my god. It's not even close to being good enough. Like they'll just sit there doing nothing. And then like they'll really need to go to the bathroom and they'll just pee on the floor and then get embarrassed. It's like, why is the AI not making them use the bathroom then? Well, that that really happens to me. Other thing is like, I I don't know. The AI is just not 
it's not the selling point. I, I don't think most of the game is a selling point even. The DLCs are the, are the real selling point. Yeah, but that's just a bad ways of, you know, the game. Oh, I, Buying I, all the DLCs not worth. Like remember I back in the day the where like transaction model. The the the, the first DLC was literally like a asset pack for like 5 bucks for like like six furnitures I think. For the Sims yeah. 4. Well, I just pushed the next the Sims games, you know. Yeah, it's better than this. Okay. Like yeah, I really hope yeah, but okay, it's they, EA, right? You, there's nothing you can hobo, hobo about it. They gotta, they gotta fix a lot of things. I, I don't know why they removed cars in Sims Four, uh, when they were there in. This is not 3. open world anymore, so. I mean, not okay, not an open so world. Not like... I mean, they had loading screens in the Sims Three. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but well, you don't load that much, right? You can actually just travel. In the um, whole map, whatever. I, I don't know. I'm I'm disappointed by that change. And hey, don't have to worry about it because uh, EA it's uh, struggling right now. They're losing all the licenses. You know, you don't remember? They, they um, I think last the, uh, week they talked about FIFA. It was gone. I think. Yeah, they they lost the uh, the rights to use that or something. What are they calling it now? Like pro soccer, the supreme soccer, whoever. Who knows? Okay, who knows? <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's gonna be as attractive as before. But I mean, they can't use any of the uh, the players' names anymore. So you oh, know. oh, really? So what are they gonna call them? I don't, like I don't know. They, you know, two? you know, Pro Evolution Soccer, that the one that made by Japanese. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, the one that they just use a completely different random names, but like they have the same stats as the uh, you know those original football players. So you know, you know who's who, pretty much. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, that's I mean that's how most of the um, footballs or suckers or sports games without license do their stuff. They have like a very. They either do it that they have random names but have the exactly the same stats, or they just like change the name a little bit. Like LeBron James become, I don't know. I don't know, like Liabong James, I guess, like something like that. You know, just so like a slight change in the name. That I kind see. of stuff, or I like, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, like, they could they could say like it's it's too similar, right? I I, f I feel like people have sued before because their likeness was used without permission. In mm, it's games. true. It's true. Obviously, they're not not gonna use the likeness anymore because they they can't I use it. If, right? you, if you make it generic looking enough, they they can't really say anything. Yeah, it, like like what the uh, pro evolution soccer did was just. Just change everything except for the stats, so you you can recognize that player by the stats. Oh, you know, oh, that's um, that's Messi. You know, all the stats. That's Max Messi, and that's uh, I don't know, Ronaldo, oh, stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know much about football, so <laughs> I can't really say anything about it. Yeah, but yeah, you know, EA it's dying, and I'm happy. I'm happy. Like, well, what what um, good games they even released know. recently? What have they released, honestly? No, I don't, let honestly. Battlefield? Battlefield 2047. Didn't they say they're going to make it free-to-play or something? No, no, no. What they say is they are stopped developing the game after they fulfilled the promise okay. of the uh, DLCs and stuff. Oh, okay. Because uh, apparently oh. there were a meeting regarding to a Battlefield 2047. 
which uh, the leadership in the EA says that, like, people, I don't know what they actually say. I think they say, like, it's a failure. They didn't expect it to be this bad, you know? And then, and then they, 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 they blame it on some other games or something like that. I don't, that I don't is, remember what they said. some BS. Their, their games are just not that good anymore. I, I, like, yeah. it's too... It's too focused on milking out every single dollar out of a customer, and it's just they've reached a point where their games just don't offer enough value for the price. I mean, I feel like most modern like even if, consecutive even if year the graphics release. are like super realistic or whatever, it just it's if it's not fun, people are not gonna play it. Yeah, yeah. Because then you could just make like a real life simulator. Who's gonna play that? You could just live your real life normally. Yeah. And it's gonna be sucks because real life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Too true. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, okay. I guess it takes two did win the best game of last year. Yeah. The it, it takes two. It's like uh, like a very rare occasion. Okay. I guess. But I think it was like some studio underneath EA. It's not their main. I mean, yeah, obviously, right? I don't think you. I don't even remember they marketed that much. It's just that streamer player is like, hey, this game's fun. And everyone else yeah. started playing it. It is good too, so. Yeah. And it's like uh, this fun games you work co-op fun game. Like, it's very fun. I enjoy oh, and I think watching they keep it. Getting, um, Disney keeps giving them the uh, license to make Star Wars games, so. Yeah, but Disney's also giving the lesson to other studios as well. So they're yeah. they're not unique anymore. They're not what unique. Other studio has uh, Star Wars I think, I think there's another studio that's making a... Um, what is it like? Uh, the re the remake of the uh, like uh, what is it? Called? Something of the Repo- old Republic. What is it? Knights uh? of the Old Republic. Yeah, Knights of the Old Republic. Maybe I don't. I don't know. They're they're remaking a game. Okay. Okay. Jer- Jeremy was talking about it. Remember? Like, I did hi. see it actually. I did see it. Uh, let me let me check. Yeah, like um, well, it was not EA. I think it's not EA. It's a different company. Oh, different studio. The original, um, the original two were really, were really fun. I I, I never them. played it, so I, I I never understand. I mean, it's a. Those are my example of like what types of uh, Western RPGs I also enjoy. Oh. In addition to JRPGs, because it's just like a different, like I don't know how to explain it, but like Western RPGs just have like a different vibe to them. You know, like even if they put the exact same setting. Or theme as like a JRPG, it's just like a different vibe. Like um, like Dragon Age, is it like that? Something like that. Dra- Dra- I I felt like Dragon Age. Yes, and it's like it's I like mean, the classic Western RPG you get. It is, yeah. It's like because the Dragon Quest is also technically set in like medieval Dragon medieval Quest time. Dragon Age, you mean? No, I'm I'm talking about like JRPGs. Oh, like, Dragon. They can Quest. be set. Yeah, they can be set in like the same sort of like medieval era with fantasy and magic but it'll just a lot it's just different because yeah because yeah, like you don't see creators. slime in the western rpg <laughs> you see slimes everywhere in jrpg yeah you don't it's see like you actually don't film. even see goblin that often in western rpgs all you all yeah, you fight like are like different uh different sort of cultures created, yeah. yeah creative culture creative environment yeah. Um, what's the what's the new Knights of the Old Republic? I I, I don't know. Are you still looking? 
Yeah, um, I, just, I, was, I, like just I was checking and then I got off on a tangent. It is um, Asper. Um, Asper? Well, what is that? Is it like a new studio? Is it yes, part of EA? Uh, no, they are part of Auto? Saber Interactive. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is either. We're too, uh, we're not too deep in the industry to know all those details, unfortunately. <laughs> Wait, yeah, at is least this, we are is this really? the cameras. No, what if that's the um old one? The old one? That's, Maybe I feel like that's who made the old the original. Yeah, but like no. who's making the, the new no, one that's, then? That's definitely not. No, the original was developed by Bioware. Bioware. Oh. <laughs> hey, Bioware is uh still in uh, EA, so Yeah. Awesome. But it's kind of weird that they don't have the license to make the next one. I don't I don't know. I I can't find I can't seem to find the actual company making it. Let me check the uh, trailer. Trailer. What 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 is it post under? Okay, post it is Asper. It is Asper. It is Asper, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, and it, it looks pretty good. I I hope they keep spreading it out like that, because I don't think EA should be allowed to do it. <laughs> it's gonna be a whole bat. I mean, it was a battlefront of disaster again. Like, there's a lot of good game designers and like creators within EA, but I feel like a lot of the time, like the majority of the time, they're not allowed to actually do whatever they want. Their ideas, yeah, yeah, because of whatever whatever person is making all the final decisions. Uh, Don't think it's that. profitable. Very sad. I mean, it's EA. It's understandable. Like it's like the one of the most evil company in the world. Okay, I think I think EA has been on the list of the worst company well, in U US. They're not for even the years. worst anymore because look, the way I see it, at least EA has made a couple of good games. Uh, but the same can't be said for other companies like Tencent. Which just keep pushing out like like complete free to play trash, just reskinned trash over and over again. Yeah, they like, released okay. They 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 how do I put it? They they made three League of Legends games. They oh, made, that's all I can oh, say. They made more than three, but no, no, no. They they released three version of the same game. Oh. Oh right, yeah. I don't know. I, and they were so they were so dumb with the thing. They replaced like a lot of the um the uh, Chinese characters and Chinese mythology with like Batman and Superman when they released it in the West. <laughs> like, what the hell are you thinking? Like, as if people have never played Dynasty Warriors or have never even heard of. I mean, that seems. Like, I mean, like, it's you, true. You, like, actively, it is true. Like they're actively. Because usually video games can be a, a way to like export culture, right? To like sort of, sort of like get people to learn about, you know, the culture things they might not have known about. Yeah, but yeah. you're like actively undermining that by removing them and replacing them with like generic superheroes. <laughs> I feel I I don't know. That was such a weird decision, um, in my opinion. And I mean, it's. Like okay, it makes more sense. It's like ninety percent of people don't know what any of the three kingdom characters are okay. But, okay, nobody cares can, about Chinese mythology that much. Okay. Oh, but they did look. 
nobody cared about Chinese opera, but then Genshin released that um that one opera character, and then suddenly a ton of people started uh, talking about that. I mean, w- what if they just replaced that character with like a regular clown? Do you think anyone would really care about any of that stuff? I'd be interested. I mean, Clown the character in Genjin? No, I don't. What you 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 get my point? You know what I'm trying to I say. Mean, yeah, yeah, I got your point. I got like your they, point. They're just actively trying to not have any sort of unique thing. I I don't know. And, yeah, they don't um, want to take the my, my risk. Okay, they want to have they 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 want I to have that consistency. Okay, the consistency. So well, that's already inconsistent because they're different characters than what they have in other regions. Yeah, but like the consistency as is, they're, they're, they're like you know? creating extra work for themselves, and and for what reason? For like, like making their game super vanilla, like just generic. No, no. Well, like what I think it is that they want to make it more consistent, as it is more likely to be accepted and people will play it rather than there's a risk where like people might not play it because they don't know any of the character and that'd be less I interesting, think, um, you know. And they the want to take the risk in general. That's 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 off. the thing, right? Eh? That's just the thing. It it didn't take off in the West because uh, mobile games. Every, are just Western Western audience just cannot accept mobile games over you know. It's like yeah, well, I mean, yeah. how can like I can't accept it either. Although I'm <laughs> I'm fall within Western. It is understandable. Audience, understandable. It's like. so dumb. Like he like, you, first of all, the screen is so small, and then second of all, two thirds of the screen is controls. So you're like looking at nothing most of the time. Yeah. And uh, touch yeah. controls are just not comfortable and not fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Going back to the whole point of Tencent, I feel like how can they have so much resources? They're sort of like Amazon in the case where they can't seem to make a single good or fun game, but they just have a ton of resources behind it. At least Amazon's trying to make a good, fun game, right? Tencent's True. not even trying. Yeah. Okay, Tencent's not yeah, even they, trying. They don't care at all. They yeah, just... they don't care at all. Personal experience: I, I grew up in China. Okay, I played. I played Tencent games grow, growing up. Okay, I, all like, I can okay, say those is games are just designed to get you to um, spend mm, money on. Yeah, keep exactly. Money yeah, and like get exactly. you in this loop. Like, oh, I already sunk this much in this game. I have to keep spending money. Yeah, that's yeah. the only thing they're designed for. They're not yeah. designed to be fun. They're not designed to be entertaining. Yeah. Nobody has ever said like, "Oh, the story in this X X X Tencent game was like so compelling <laughs> or so interesting." That has yeah. never happened in history, like ever. Yeah, and uh, and like the weirdest thing is like even even NetEase, which was I originally saw them as like the, the worst, like, worst evil company. company. Even, yes, that's what I'm original thing it is too. I thought like they're. Like, cause they're even more greedy originally in their um, monetization, but they're actually now a lot better like, yeah. developing actually fun games. I, I don't or know I don't anything know the NetEase is developing right now. All I know is they they made a clone of uh, PUBG for mobile, and then then they got sued the shit out by Tencent because Tencent you know acquired the blue hole. I um, made PUBG. I think the the recent one, what was it like, Naraka Blade Point? Oh yeah, that? that. Oh yes. But they made that, yeah, and but, um, but that game is also, also buggy and then kind of no disappointment. Well, they're, they're still working on it, and I'm glad they're at least like pivoting away from like, you know, just trashy cash grabs or clones of other games. 
Yeah, and yeah, they're, they're good for them. Like good they, for them. Um, they also opened up, uh, or they're funding like studios from uh, the guy who made um, Yakuza, like a dragon. Oh yeah! Oh yes! I remember I they acquired remember. that studio. Yeah, right. I remember or that. They, they they funded and set up the studio for him. Yeah. Now, now you think about it, how like how's the studios now gonna be part of the Tencent? And uh, I don't know how I feel I about I it. Yeah, because like okay, like Net doesn't, Tencent, Net and I feel like they're actually funding a lot of good ideas. And for Tencent, they just acquire a lot of companies and don't really do anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess it's good too, because I would hate for them to push tons of <laughs> microtransactions into other games. Gotta spend money but, um, to make money, okay? Remember that quote? Talk about well, that. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. That's okay. Um, it's okay. It's, okay. it's important to have, uh, you know, goodwill from customers as well. Yeah, yeah. Build up your uh, repu- brand reputation, and I think their brand reputation right now, in most developed markets, are one of the worst. Pretty, one. pretty far, yeah, yeah, pretty far in the gutter. Yeah, even Chinese player hates them, so that just says something. Yeah, and at, at, at first I just thought like, okay, it's just like the you know, creative culture doesn't. Yeah, but the Chinese player hates them too, so... (laughs) Doesn't encourage them to take risks, but, like, there's so many other companies in China are taking risks and actually paying off, so... Yeah. It's just especially uh, bad now. Yeah. Well, I think uh, that's about the time we have for today. With that said, um, I guess I will be closing this podcast off now. Um, You can look forward to next week's podcast. Which yeah. will be hosted by Conrad. Yeah, yeah, me. Which will have some other uh, very cool, very current events. Yeah, very yeah. new, very new and fresh current events. Yeah. Or I could just be <laughs> preaching. You know, maybe you should go and watch some idol anime. You know, enjoy. I Join can't. me. I Join really me. It's, you know, idols just—they don't like people. Okay, but save that for next week. <laughs> next week to learn about how I feel about idol anime. Okay, okay. <laughs> It'll be an anime podcast next week. Enjoy, oh, enjoy. Oh, but today we're done. That. We're done. See ya. All See right. you guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.